Hello and welcome to Tavern Rats. I am Mimi, also known as Michelle Jones, and I am going to be the GM of Quest for the Frozen Flame. Uh, joining me is the legend, the lore, Lauren. Hello, welcome. I will be playing Ren Thornrose, a knight, a crusader from Mindev in strange foreign and frozen lands. Next up we have, with blue hair and pointy ears, Jess. Hi, I am Jess, and I will be playing Solsaid. She is a sylph with a Kyrian ancestor, and she is an elemental sorcerer. Uh, next up, our expert LARPer, Chris. Hello, I will be playing Finn, uh, the bard of the group, and will be my first foray into this environment with the Tavern Rats. And last but not least, our master sound engineer, Drew. Hello, my name is Drew, and I will be playing Zoroku, a winter orc barbarian with a chilly twist. Now that we've met the players, we are going to take a look at the Broken Tusk. This clan high in the north in the realm of the Mammoth Lords have been traveling for days now, weeks, uh, to reach the site of a very important holiday uh, where we're going to be celebrating the first thaw of spring. But before that, there are preparations that need to be made. And there are some arrangements to be taken care of. Hunters are scouting the area as the camp is set up for the coming days. The mammoth herds are being set to graze. And in one lone tent is a crusader who is not from here. Lauren, would you mind describing your character? Ren wears the tattered, I shouldn't say tattered. Ren is polishing uh, her chainmail uh, with the tabard set neatly to the side and folded up. But it still has, it's still wet with fresh blood, her own blood, in fact. And she's trying to mend the chains underneath. Uh, she has you know, shoulder length, straight black hair, sullen eyes that have seen more than they should, despite her youthful age. And her, her broken sword uh, sits beside her, shattered somewhat down the center, uh, but still strangely durable. And to, beside it, her sturdy shield, emblazoned with the emblem of her family from the Knights of House Perdition. Yeah, and as you polish your armor, as you try to clean out these bloodstains, the gravelly voice of an older man uh, calls out from outside of the tent uh, and says, uh, Excuse me, may I enter? Yeah, 
please come in. The tent flap is pulled aside and you see an older man, face wrinkled, short cropped white hair. Uh, he has a tattoo that goes from the top of his forehead to the bottom of his cheek. Uh, it's just a long black mark that goes over one eye. And he is wearing this very fine-looking bear pelt that looks like, you know, the kind of fur that if you saw it in the city would probably go for a couple of hundred gold. Question in my head. I won't, I won't do audibly, but why is it so well kept? This is, could be a very expensive pelt. It just seems like he takes good care of his things, really. But you can sort of tell from his bearing. He, this is a, this is someone important. I don't know how much you know about the mammoth lords in general, but you no, know, you are tra you were traveling through their territory somewhat inadvertently, and even with how unfamiliar you might be, it's not hard to look at a man who carries himself like this and realize he must be someone important. Was educated pretty well back in Mindev, so I assume she would know what a mammoth lord is and a little bit about the country that nears the world wound since they're constantly crusading in it. Mm -hmm. He uh, steps into the tent. He sits uh, on a cot that's set up opposite you and uh, says, how are you feeling? Kind of you to ask. Um, I'm alive. My friends aren't. I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. I know uh, our scouts said you were in quite a state when they found you. Um, yes, I was... We were betrayed by our by our leader. It's kind of hazy, but then we were on a mission to eliminate a devilish lieutenant near the border in the world wound. And the attacks, they just kept coming. Ambushes left and right. We couldn't get a night's asleep. And we had to just keep marching, just keep moving to survive. But slowly by slowly, my countrymen were cut down until there was just a handful of, full of us left. The night commander and myself. And that was when we found the lieutenant. I, I think that devil seemed to welcome the commander? That's a very... It's a very troubling tale. The next thing I remember is... Your... Your clansman standing... Beside me. It's... It's... And my head hurts so bad. Thank you so much for... For the tent. Mine was abandoned... A week ago. On the... On the march. Well, it is, it is not our way to abandon someone in need. 
but I'm sorry to say that you've stumbled across us during rather lean times. Let, let me help. Let me. I'm not one to. I'm not one to accept what I haven't earned. Let me help. Let me earn your kindness. I'm formally trained Knight of Mindev. Um, my martial skill is adequate. And I used to have a connection to Iomide. Though I'm not sure my faith in her is what it used to be. Uh, he sort of smiles a little and says, um, I appreciate the offer of help, and as long as you are willing to contribute, you're more than welcome to stay in our camp. And if you do choose to find your way elsewhere, I'd be happy to help you with that as well, but... I don't know where else I even could go. Both of my parents died to the Whispering Tyrant, and I was supposed to be a crusader like them. But knowing that that monster is still in charge back home, I'd be, I'd be slaughtered as soon as I set eyes on the keep. Well, then stay with us a while and we'll see what we can find out thank you for your kindness I'll make sure it is repaid twice over as he gets back to his feet uh, he says um, you can call me Ewa Ewa I am Ren Thornrose of House Perdition. Good to meet you. If you walk with me, there's someone uh, I'd like to introduce you to. And Ren will set her chainmail and, and tabard aside. Well, I guess tabard's already. She'll set her chainmail aside, and I can get back to that later. And she'll get to her feet, clearly showing that she hasn't 100% regained her strength. But there's enough of it coming back that she's going to be just fine. It is, it's still early morning as you leave the tent, and so, like, the dawn light is very bright against the snow. It's so cold here, like, so much colder than even cold. It sort of just, like, cuts through right, right to the bone, and you can see why Aowa wears that fur. Ren is actually kind of surprised that it doesn't, it isn't as affecting her as much as she knew, knows it should. Yeah. There is um, another young man nearby. It seems like he was kind of like told to wait outside. And he does come over and offer you just like a fur that you can throw over your shoulders. Oh, um, thank you. Yes. Uh, Ewa leads you over to the edge of the encampment where the scouts are gathered uh, and as you approach the scouts uh, I'm going to get 
our other players to introduce their characters. Uh, so let's start with uh, Chris. Mm. So you see a younger guy. Seems like he acts like he belongs, but two traits stand out among anything else. He looks human, except for his hands and his eyes. His eyes are striking blue, slit much like a dragon's or even a simple lizard, and his hands scaled and ended in claws. But otherwise, he seems just like everyone else. Although, he seems to just kind of stare off into the distance. His behavior, although he's aware and alert, it's like he's thinking about so much more. And you see, clutched in his hand, it looks like a parchment and a brush on his hip. And next, Drew. Standing off, kind of close to the group, but uh, with his arms crossed. He's just, you know, standing straightforward. He doesn't care. He's a winter orc with uh, striking white skin. He has what looks like where his tusks are. It's They're like kind of see-through, which is not normal for the orcs at that time. He's wearing very... Uh, faded leathers that usually they used to be very nice but now they're all torn up and patched up and you can tell that they've seen they've seen their fair share of winter time and but most of his skin you can see is um bare and he doesn't seem bothered by the cold and he is standing there just waiting he's not talking to anybody he's just waiting for whatever sort of tasking is going to come down from the frozen tusk Uh, and Jess, could you describe your character? Yeah, Solsaid turns around as she hears uh, Iwa and Ren approaching the group of scouts to watch them as they draw closer uh, with seeming anticipation, like she's been waiting to uh, meet Ren for a little while. Solsaid is a short woman. She has pale lavender skin and long green hair, but stranger than that, she has a pair of brown horn antlers that raise up from her head, from her forehead, and a very long and fluffy Kirin tail. She's dressed in a white embroidered coat with a golden embroidery thread and a, a very large uh, plush and well-maintained, well-kept for uh, white fur around her shoulders. And in one hand, she has a staff made from a very gnarled looking uh, tree branch. Yeah. And as you approach, you also see a young man uh, it looks like he's he's wearing a hide shirt and he's got a spear just like sort of stabbed into the ground behind him. Unlike almost everyone else here, he has uh, his arms are bare, like he specifically is choosing not to wear a coat, mostly because he likes showing off his very buff arms. Uh, he has a long black ponytail that goes about halfway down his back and kind of just got this nasty look on his face. Uh, he's looking at 
you ran almost like something a cat would uh like drop on your pillow he says uh grandfather you here to tell us uh, are we here to send this stranger on our on their way are we throwing a for farewell party uh and Aowa goes no uh in fact i just finished speaking with ren and she's going to be helping us i figure one more scout in training should help our chances and uh, the young man sneers and kind of spits on the ground. Goes, fine, as long as she doesn't get in the way. I don't necessarily know that Ren wants to respond to this. Like, clearly this is a child who is just acting up. I, I don't necessarily know that she wants to get involved in that drama. Her actions will speak louder than any words she could muster. Mm -hmm invisibly just rolls his eyes at the behavior and waves it off. Solset glances at uh, this young man somewhat uncomfortably, uh, but then quickly looks back to Ren and interjects before anyone else can... Uh, before, before this young man has an opportunity to say something further and uh, says... It's nice to meet you, Ren. I am Solsaid. Oh. It's nice to meet you as well, Solsaid. Thank you for your help in putting down the undead abominations that my friends had become. Uh, Solsaid looks visibly uncomfortable and like she's not quite sure how to respond to uh, the the combination of uh, thank you for helping with the undead. Uh, they were my friends. Yeah, uh, Ren is also not sure how she feels about that. Uh, Zoroku will come over and he'll, he'll slap you on the shoulder and be like, huh, glad you're not dead. Uh, didn't want to bear anybody else. I like your sword. Um, thank, thank you. It mm. didn't used to look like this. You know, if you'd like, I could take a look at your armor and clean it up for you. It'll take a little bit, but it could be done. No, no, um... No, it's fine the way it is. I'll just make sure it's sturdy. More people above the ground is better than more people below the ground. That's what I say. Couldn't have said it better myself, Soroku. You always mm. have a way with words. Thanks. Will be good for the following to have another scout. You're very wise, Iwa. Uh, and the old man kind of nods. Uh, and he does also very softly add, uh, Please excuse Pagano. He is brusque, but he's got a good heart. I'm putting a note in 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 my notes that I keep for the show, and it's Poverno, little little turd head. Pocano, <laughs> Pocano, uh, little turd head. With a with a kind heart. <laughs> when he mm -hmm. says that he has a kind heart, you you see Finn's eyes narrow. 
just you can almost tell what he's thinking to that statement yeah and i think uh the folks like finn soul sage and maybe even zoraku you all have been around long enough to know when iowa says that pakano has a good heart he's more saying it because he wants it to be true than because he actually believes it yeah pakano has a good heart aspirational <laughs> oh goodness poor pakano I just look at him and go, so how's your arm? Has it uh, shaped up since we were kids, Pacano? Uh And he'll just kind of like elbow you, not too hard, but enough to be like, there, that's your answer. <laughs> I want to, you know, kind of whisper to Soul Sage. Soulsaid, what is the problem with that one? Pocket. What happened to make him such a cretin? Uh, uh, I don't know what you mean. Yes, of course. Thank you. More, more Soulsaid, like visible discomfort. <laughs> Uh, at that, Aowa um, will say, uh, if you'll excuse me, I have a few other matters to attend to, but Weba should be back soon. Uh, so we, we've already spoken, so she should be caught up. And Aowa will excuse himself. Will he sort of like, without looking at Ren, just says... All I'm saying is, there's enough competition around here already, and we don't really need anybody getting in the way. Uh, I didn't realize you considered us a, a competition, Vakano. That's interesting. There is no competition with Zoroku. Zoroku is god. Best. Survival requires coordination and compliance. You know this, Akano. I will yeah. simply give him a courtly bow as if I was entering, you know, like a regal chamber. Yeah, and like seeing that he is outnumbered, he just kind of scoffs. You know, it, you can kind of see he's like thinking about whether or not he wants to say something worse um, when you hear another set of steps approaching. And this is uh, Weepa, who is training you all uh, to become full-fledged scouts. Um, she is a half-elf woman. Um, you can tell from her long pointed ears, um, but she does lack the very distinct solid eyes that elves have. Um, she is wearing like uh like full like leather armor uh she has these very pretty like intricate braids in her hair but they're like tied up in a way that they're out of the way she is also visibly heavily pregnant that's going in the notes super preggers, preggers. preggers. yep <laughs> um and she has got like this 
she's kind of she has a spear but she's kind of like using it as a like walking stick to like keep herself uh like moving at speed um and seeing people who are absolutely murderous with their melee weapons and i bet that if the need arose she could definitely wield it against any foe that came upon us yeah i mean you at a glance, you can tell, like, she is very handy with this spear. Like, it's, like, her grip on it, her, like, the way she moves, like, she's, you know, a little slower than she might normally be, but, like, you've seen enough trained fighters, you can tell she is deadly regardless. Um, but she has a big smile on her face as she approaches, and she goes, I have exciting news for you all. I will listen intently. Any guesses? Um, you, we have been assigned to somebody to train us. Hunting. Hunting. And yes, I'm training you. That's actually a wonderful thing. You've always been so kind. You must be Reaper? Yes, uh, I heard that you would be joining us. And like extend a hand to like shake your hand yes i am ren thornrose of house perdition and i'll start to initiate like a formal bow but then i'll see her hand i'm like you know kind of get confused and then shake it mm -hmm. i saw moose tracks moose is good you shouldn't come on hunt. You're fat. Well, that's rude. Roku, mm. come now. Mm. I'm going to be leading the hunt so I can evaluate you all and make sure you're prepared. But no, I will be leaving the actual hunting to you. Good. I've I've never I've never trained with a bow. Sometimes a spear and a bow are useful. Sometimes the environment is even more of a weapon. Yes, regardless of what weapon you use, the most important thing when you hunt are going to be your wits and your tactics. And I can help you with the latter. Uh, uh, what condition does the moose need to be in once we have finished our hunt? Well, Dead. That's one option. If it can be captured alive, then there's a potential we can train it and have it join the herd. You know, a creature like that is going to be very useful. If you take it down, that's food, that's clothes, that's fat for our lamps and, you know, fires. Either way, it'll be a good catch. It just depends on what you want to do with it. Is, what is the tribe's livestock situation? Are you more in need of animals to slaughter or animals to work? Well, we're in need of everything. It's all equally important, but the herd is... It's in okay condition. It's been better in years past, but 
whatever you choose to do with the moose, it'll be a boon. Solsaid? Oh, um, well, if I were to light the moose on fire, would that ruin the meat? Good idea. Cook it before we bring it back. Good idea. It's got a thick hide, so okay. as long as as long as you're careful, it should be fine. Careful. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Careful. That's quite the statement. Um, all right. I suppose we could work with that. I like Dear Woman. She's smart. You know what? My name is Soroka. We've known each other for years. I don't like it when you call me Dear Woman. Mm, but you're Dear Woman. <laughs> you get used to this one. They, they, these two bicker all the time. <laughs> Be quiet, lizard man. Want to say it in character? So I'll just, but I really wish so much that I did, that I did just say, you seem more like a dragon dog elk thing to me. But I, I but mm -hmm. Ren won't, Ren won't. Mm -hmm. I wish she would, but she won't. Here's the, here's the, here's the plan on my part. We identify the target. I'll reposition myself to be, to head it off. Zoroku, you hit it from behind and we try to, corner it take it out that way if everything goes well we should be able to take it alive Zoroku is master hunter you follow Zoroku you get moose we bring it back she cooks it all right all right I can tell you're all very eager to get going but here's what you need to know you are all good hunters at this point I've seen you work but a moose is not like other prey that you've taken down it's stronger than you, it's faster than you, and if you're not careful, it will kill you. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a few tricks to give you the upper hand, but you need to be careful. And if it seems like it's getting, if things are getting out of hand, then the best thing you can do is run. I'm going to ask, that you don't make me have to run. But all of us staying safe is the most important thing. Suruku is visibly not listening. Is, <laughs> is Pakano still here? Pakano is still here. Um, and, you know, as you say that, uh, he just goes, there's not a beast on this earth that can kill me. Pakano, do you have any tips for us? If you, you know, Pocono, you always claim to be able to handle anything. So, what have you got in mind? My tip: be faster, be stronger. That's all you need. He's also smart. I was also going to say, um, in that case, wouldn't Zoroko be stronger than you? I could kill you. Well, I I don't really think that's um important um, uh, with regards to the moose. I, I will say like even like Zoroku is an orc but Panako is still almost as tall as you uh, and he sort of like walks up so that his chest like bumps into yours and he says there is not a beast on this earth that can kill me. Hmm. Let's go on hunt. I don't like him. 
He's not smart anymore. And the and uh, Panaco picks up his spear and goes, "Yeah, let's get hunting." So, uh, uh, Weepa is going to lead you, uh, like to where she found the moose tracks. And as you walk, she's basically going to start giving you tips on how to hunt moose. Not just moose. Any large creature like this. This realm is full of megafauna. It is full of creatures that are bigger than your tents, bigger than mammoths. And so if you're going to hunt creatures that size, there are things that you need to know. So there are three main things that you can try to do. Blocking its escape routes is, like Finn said, blocking its escape routes is good, but you cannot block its escape route with a person. You need to block its escape route with traps, with snares, with something that will not bleed if a moose steps on it. Well, I do keep a set of a, a spike snare on me at all times. You never know when it might come in handy. Mm. Ren pulls out an actual, like, you know, like, little little paper to write notes down on. Love that. Um, a pocket parchment, if you will. <laughs> a, a ballpoint quill. <laughs> also, just for logistic purposes, I'm going to say you did have time to go, like, collect your armor before oh, yes. you went on this hunt. So, you, like, just to be clear. I'm standing out here in my, in my, in my skivvies. I got just got my 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 nighty wear. <laughs> yes. If you all would like me to place the snare down anywhere, let me know. Night nightly nighties, if you will. All right, I'm gonna add a tally mark here. Don't worry about oh, what no. those are for. Oh no! Is this the, is this the pun tally? I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> listeners at home, Michelle warned us about puns. Look, I'm gonna get I'm just gonna get hammered by this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just making a tally mark. Don't worry about why. Um, so yes, tactic one, block escape routes. Uh, tactic two is uh, animal calls. Uh, what type of call you make is going to depend on your prey. You're hunting a moose, and so what you could do is you could imitate the distress call of a female moose, which would potentially distract it. Uh, potentially draws attention away. You could also create a distraction by it says rustle rustle bushes, but you can essentially make the moose think there is another threat or another thing that it has to be wary of. I imagine Zoraku being like, "What if you make a call like a plant that it might want to eat? <laughs> a plant call." <laughs> Well, he's he might not be very smart, but he is actually like lived out on in the wilderness by himself for a little bit. So he, he yeah, kind of knows true. how this stuff goes on. I just you just he's going to have to be the butt of all the jokes because he's so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> all together, you can do all three things, but uh, you can only make one roll for each tactic. Wait, three things, the animal call, the block escape routes. What was the third? Russell Bushes. Um, Russell Bushes. Okay. So the way it works out, one person would probably just be rolling to assist. Or actually, no, that's not what it says. 
uh, it says each person can stride up to their speed and attempt a single check before the encounter begins. And since we are now here, I am going to put you all on the moose map. Okay, so we found the moose already. Uh, you approach it from a distance. You use the trees as cover so that you can sort of get your bearings. For movement purposes, these trees, you can still move through them at normal speed, but for the moose, they will be difficult terrain. Um, I imagine Zoraku probably just, you know, found the track and just took us straight there, you know? I am trying to take lead over this, get out in front of him and try to, like, lead the charge. So you guys are, like, keep walking faster than each other, and yeah. then Weep is in the back with, with one hand on her back, like, tr trying to keep up, because you all know, just keep... You're doing that fast walk. You know, that really yeah. fast walk. Yeah. Trying to get out in front of each other. While we are on our way following the moose tracks, can I roll a nature check to see what I know about moose? Sure. First roll of the session. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> so that was a two on the die. So I have a six for my uh, my moose knowledge. I mean, they're they're um, basically deer. Big deer. Yeah. Yeah, I think you you don't know very much about like moose anatomy, but you do have a cousin who um, was trampled by a moose. Uh, so this uh, it's a very distant cousin, like a yeah. second cousin once removed. But you know, everybody's yeah. just cousins. Um, yeah. Might I make an attempt as well? Yeah, go for it. Oh my. oh my, this is not going well. This is going very well. A natural one. <laughs> this is our Another. first natural one. I can't escape these no matter what table I'm at. <laughs> Finn, you, you're an artist. And as an artist, you can kind of see a beauty in the world that not everyone can appreciate. And there is something about the musculature of a moose that's just so... Uh, elegant, you know, the, the way a moose walks, there's something in that, like you wish you could capture it in paint as, as well as you know, it like looks in real life. It's, it's just so hard to draw a moose, you know? He's completely distracted. Uh, I'll walk over to Zoraku and I'll, if, if you would. Zoraku, and I'll, 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 you know, like, start reaching out as if I'm going to touch you on the shoulder. Mm. What do you know of the moose? And uh, and I'll spend one action to give Zoraku a plus one from guidance. Uh, What's well, nature to identify, like, to, like, just remember information about moose? Untrained. Trained in nature? That's better than everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I got your, a 12. With your no bonus, you got a 12 on the die. But Let's I give you it. the plus one, so 13. So I got a 13. So a 13, yeah. Wow, what a competent bunch we are. Level one. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so here's a few things you know about moose. You know that they have a good sense of smell. Uh, you know they can swim faster than most people can swim. You know that 
It's it's dangerous to stand behind a moose because it can kick you. It's also dangerous to stand in front of a moose because it'll hit you with its antlers. And if a moose charges, you don't want to be in its path. Uh, so okay. you have, like, the most practical knowledge about moose, but it is mostly just they're fast and strong and hit hard. They They run really fast. And you don't want to get caught by the antlers. And um, you don't want to be behind it because they got feet or hard feet. feet. Hard they feet. They do hard feet. Their feet are very hard. One of my cousins was trampled by a moose. Was your was one of your cousins a moose? No. Oh, I figured with the antlers. Oh. Finn's just staring off into space at the moment. Okay. While these while these chuckleheads are doing whatever it is that they're going to do, I'd like to assess the area, look for like, you know, the most likely escape route. That that way, if we're going to block it off, we would know where to put the blockage. Do you yeah. think? Do you think it's? What do you think that is? So that will that'll be part of the skill checks that you make. Um, so I will. I will tell you what skills uh, go to which things, but I'm not going to tell you the difficulty of the checks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, if you want to block its escape routes, you're rolling nature or survival. If you want to imitate a moose, do a moose call. That is deception or performance. If you want to rustle bushes to scare it, that is intimidation or thievery. Um, now, so... W yes. When we scare it, or is that like what's the purpose of scaring? Is it like to 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 move it into where we want it to be, or just so it's easier to take down, or what 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 what's the point there? Each thing that you succeed at is going to give you a bonus in this combat that makes it less likely the moose kills you. I see. I okay. see. Um, so we're not really worried about getting away. We're worried about it murdering us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're in more danger of the moose killing you than you are of it escaping. Um, okay. So I have a plus four to hunting lore. How would that help me here? Uh, I would let you substitute hunting lore in place of one of the other skills. Mm. Um, okay. Since, you know, it is directly relevant. Um so we're technically not in initiative yet, but we are going to just go in, like, take turns. So each of you can move up to your speed one time, and then you can take one of those three actions. Should we coordinate in advance as to who is taking which action? Yeah, sure. Because Soul, um, Soul Said could, in theory, do any of them, but out of the skills that we can use, her intimidation is the best of them at plus seven. My intimidation Oof. is the only one I'm trained in of that okay. list. Performance is a plus seven for me. You guys scary. <laughs> I've seen some some uh, some stuff. Though you do see Finn pull out a spike snare. If anyone wants to set it up somewhere, it might help. We could probably uh, chase it into it. I think I could make a pretty good call. Do you want to do the call, or do you want to be the one who sets up the snare, since you can use survival for that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll set up the trap. That way I'm closest to it. Okay, so we have 
Ren doing the uh, bush rustling. We have Zoroku setting setting up the trap, and we have uh, Finn doing the call. Okay. Is that correct? Is that what everybody wanted? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Who would like me to make an attempt to aid you? Honestly, I don't know if it matters. Aid me, Jess, (laughs) since you're... Well, actually, we can do this the other way around. Since your intimidation is probably better than mine, I can aid okay. you in intimidation. Hmm. All right. Okay, right. sounds good. Mm. Oh, I right. just heard that. That wasn't what I meant to do. That's fine. Um, but yeah, as you all sort of like coordinate, you see uh, Weepa just sits um, with her back to a tree and is like sitting on a like a rock that's up against a tree. Um and just goes if you if it does start chasing you, try to lead it that way. And points away from where she's sitting. Of course, yes. App, which mm. way is that way? Um just away from uh this, this copse of trees that you're all oh, I see. standing okay. next to. Alright, so before we be uh before Soul Sage starts rustling the bushes, I'll I will reach oh, I will reach into my, my connections with whatever divine force it is that I still have a connection with. And I will give you some of that. A little bit of that anger as a plus one from guidance. Okay, so where do we want to set this trap up? I'm thinking in this path of trees right here where it's going to want to go straight down this lane and charge at one of us. Well, I think um, the location of the trap and how advantageous it is to us will depend on how successful you are on your check. Yes. Yeah, if we're starts... worried about a charging moose, we put it in our tracks. Or well, also, you you get to move before you make your roll. Mm-hmm. So you don't... you Ideally, you would not all be standing clumped together yeah. like this when the encounter actually starts. I'm thinking I will move into this at the forefront of this. Uh, I can roll a stealth check if you'd like me to, if you think that the moose would have spotted me That's when okay, I moved out into the trees. Okay. Once you all like decide what you're doing, all of this is going to happen really fast. So mm-hmm. um, go ahead. Uh, so Zoraku, um, you can roll hunting lore if it's better, or you mm-hmm. can roll nature or survival. I'm going to roll hunting. I got a 15 on the die. Or a, sorry, a 15 total. Okay, 15 total. Since, uh, Lauren and Jess, since you two are next to each other, let's have (laughs) Ren roll to assist. Here comes the, you know, technically I can give myself guidance too on the aid. I will guide my own aid. I'm just going to... Uh, just remind you that in this game, oh, well, you know, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, once you cast guidance on someone, they're immune to it for an hour, but yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're an old champ at this, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I was on the main stage with Jason Bowman when they introduced Pathfinder second edition. So I'm going to throw out this intimidation roll. I need to hit a 20 and I've got a plus six. Let's see what happens. I did not know that, so that's super Unnatural helpful. Unnatural 20. Jess, oh, enjoy first one. a plus two from aid instead of the plus one. 
And it, does my plus two from aid stack with my plus one from guidance? I believe I, they're different bonuses. Yeah. Wonderful. I, let me click on guidance as a spell, just so we can real quick see uh, see what kind of bonus it is. Status bonus. And if I'm not mistaken, age should be a circumstance bonus. I believe that it is, and I'm not going to look it up right now. So exactly. Roll with plus <laughs> three. If I'd have known I had a nat 20 coming, I'd have just made the intimidation myself. Oh, that's what they all say. That is, isn't it? Alright, I think I have successfully dragged the um, the guidance spell effect onto myself, so hopefully it will automatically add that. It should. Looks like you have a buff on you. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Oh! Ooh. Yeah, so my total is 15. Because my die roll was a 5. Mimi, do we have hero points? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. Uh, everybody has one hero point for now. Um, you I'm start every <laughs> you start every session with a hero point, and if I remember, I'll give out more during the session. Yeah. All right. This this is my hero point moment. Uh, these this bush rustling is very important. Hey, there we go. go. There we go. All the right. I have an eleven on the die, so my my total is twenty one. Nice. I actually uh, I did not realize in in Foundry that you could just have it re-roll I oh always just yeah you can right click time. now finn uh you i believe are doing the the animal call to hear you do it though chris like chris himself has to do the animal call <laughs> that's pretty good that is pretty good i'm i'm believing it zoroku flips his head around he's like is there a moose behind us <laughs> Uh, so I will tell you, um, none of these checks were critical successes, um, but you did all succeed. Um, Though just barely. I mean, you all did pretty well. Uh, I don't think anybody came close to failing. I'm, I'm going to tell you what this does uh, just so that I don't forget. So because you place the um, trap and the moose's escape route, uh, the moose is going to be clumsy one. Um, because oh, so it gets like the snare stuck to it, you know, like a little chomp on it? Uh, because the animal call was so convincing, the moose is flat-footed for three rounds. Uh, because the bush bushes, you rustled, bushes you rustled were so scary, <laughs> um... Everyone is concealed from the moose for the first round of combat. Oh, wow. How long is the clumsy for? Uh, it's one minute starting from when it moves. So um, I'll apply it after we're actually in combat. But speaking of being in combat. You know what that means. It's initiative. Yeah, that was cool. I would, I would say, can I use intimidation for initiative? But my perception's better, so I'm just gonna use perception. I am gonna say it. Can I use intimidation for yeah. initiative? Can I use performance? Yes. Oh, I rolled a seventeen. I have twenty-four. Dice are are now on fire. Oof. No. As you say that. 
Negative, Ghost Rider. I'll just I'll just keep my twenty-two. Yeah, can you imagine if I had twenty-seven to wrestle those bushes? Oh, oh. man, there would be no bushes left. <laughs> that, that's so no bush left unrustled. <laughs> uh, it's like Finn. Did you get an eighteen for your initiative? Okay. And can, can, can we assume that since there is a dangerous, murderous beast ahead of us? Yeah, probably equipped with our weapons in hand. Yeah, yeah. You you would have had time to like you you came into this prepared, so you've got your weapons out. Um, so Solsade is first with a twenty four initiative. So I guess since it's initiative, that means the moose has noticed us. What's it, what's it doing? Uh, well, the moose has noticed that there's a lot of stuff going on. Currently, it is just looking around trying to figure out what the situation is. Uh, since there are two people going before it, that'll determine what the moose is doing. Pocono has just been like scoffing and sneering and he picks up his spear and he steps forward and he goes, I'm going to show you how a real man hunts. And he charges the moose with like this battle cry and the moose looks at him lowers its head, catches him in an antler, flips him into the air, and Pocono turns in the air about three or four times and then crashes in the snow and doesn't move. That was my plan. <laughs> you just hear a light snickering from behind across the way in another bush. That's <laughs> right. I, I guess the first reaction then is is Soulsade. Yeah, Soulsade, you're up. You got a 24 initiative. You're first to go. Are we concerned during this combat for like the location of where Pocono fell, or we'll just get to that later? Uh, I can toss him in there if you want. He's uh, about 10 feet behind the moose. Oh, I don't want to get that close to the moose. Yeah, I mean, I can I can drop a little I'll token on there if you like, but yeah, okay, do it for me, yeah. please. Ah. Oh my goodness, you picked the angriest token ever. That <laughs> is so the fitting, though. That is the default foundry placeholder token that everyone gets. Um, mm -hmm. So Pocono is just face down in like. Also, I say the snow. This is technically spring, so it's just like that like muddy mush that oh, you get when like no. snow and dirt start to mix into like a slurry. I'm going to roll an intimidation check to demoralize the moose, which will take a penalty because I don't share a language with the moose. That's correct. You don't speak moose? No. So my total is 20. And I believe the penalty is negative four, which would give me a total of 16. And that is against the creature's will DC, right? Let me see. So the moose is frightened one. Excellent. Next, uh, Solsaid will... How far am I from the moose? Oh, I'm 35 feet from the moose. Isn't that the worst? She's gonna move in the bushes, uh, just to the. She's she's further into like the tree thicket right now, but she's gonna move to the edge of the tree thicket, 
and then cast uh, Elemental Toss. And so this is going to deal fire damage to the moose as she hurls uh, a bit of elemental flame at it. So her attack roll, uh, she has a 20. A 20 hits, and I think the moose is also flat-footed, so let me make sure I get that condition in there. For three fire damage to the moose. Oof, three fire damage. Don't spend it on one place, moose. All right, Ren is up next. Okay, so so Ren is uh, kind of shocked uh, at, at seeing Pacano get just so utterly like blasted uh, behind the moose. So Ren is going to take off full sprint at, in the direction of Pacano. And with two actions, I move 50 feet directly past the moose. And then with my last action, Ren puts her shield in front of her as if to block the inevitable hoof coming towards her next. Well, it is now the moose's turn. It's going to... What What sound does a moose make? It's not like... Is it a moo? What, what, what would you call it? To be a moo, right? Isn't that why it's called a moose? They do moos. Well, it's going to make an intimidation check. intimidation just by like stomping their feet oh no are you fur real well you deserve this nat 20 the moose just got uh so you're gonna be frightened too Oof. that completely negates me raising my shield which uh, probably now, means it's a good thing that i have it up oh. <laughs> this moose is gonna be clumsy too uh for some reason apparently even though it's a large creature, moose don't have reach, so it does have to move. Huh. Uh, but it's going to turn to face you, and it's going to attack with its uh, antler. Okay, not pleased with this. Please don't do another nat 20. It has so many conditions. Surely, surely it won't. Oh, that was so close. Did you see it? Did you see mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. oh, it's funny. only a 25 to hit. Because my shield is up, this won't crit me. Uh, 11 points of piercing with the antler. Oof. All right. I will use my reaction to shield block. Okay. So my shield absorbs five damage. Six come through to me. And the shield itself also takes six damage. I need to check something. So you might not take that hit. Um, the moose needs to make a flat check uh, because you're concealed. So 20% chance to miss. And that one! So it does not hit you. You can get rid of that uh, six damage. I guess so it was dazzled from the bushes being, you know, razzled. So, like, you know, its eyes are still tr troubling. I yeah, guess. it's it's a little uh, it's a little frazzled. It's still like sort of looking uh, as if there's another threat coming. So, in off in the distance, Finn starts sizing it up, looks over it, and just with a flip of his brush, casts days. Oh my okay. goodness! Well, that's a twenty. It's ones and twenties tonight, folks. <laughs> as it, as it appears, 
Let's see here. Uh, so that's a basic save, which means on a crit, nothing happens. Uh, here goes that. I'll just get into a different position. Well, what's the range on on days? It's Sixty feet. Yeah. Sixty feet. So, I suppose in that case, I'll just get into a different position. 25. And All right, so you're moving, so you're moving north towards the towards the river. Now it is Zorku's turn. If does a grab or a grapple count as a melee strike? Um it counts as an attack for the purposes of, like, multiple attack penalty. Okay, the reason I ask is because my sudden charge action that I have. But I do believe that specifically says stride and make a strike. Uh, yes, it does. You can make a melee strike against the enemy. Yes, doing something like a trip or a grapple and doing a strike are both attacks, but a trip or a grapple is not a strike. So they are in a similar category together where the category is attacks, but a strike is specifically a strike. So in that case, seeing that the moose has moved up to uh, Ren, uh, he is going to just pull out, do the same thing that Takano just did, and he is going to and run out, and I will hit it once with his giant club. To a flanking position with me. Yes. And then if my, that's my first strike, right? Uh, and then after you do it, you'll have one action left. 18 plus 7, so a 25. That hits. Nice. I will hit. Damn it. Can we crit it since it's flanked? Um, actually, um, because it's clumsy and flat-footed, yes, 25 does crit. Perfect. For a whopping 18 points of damage. Nice. Nice. With the, and with a club, like, how, you know, what kind of strike? What, what do you do to this thing? I am, I'm imagining he's running at it with his club over his head, just screaming like a madman. Because he's, you know, this is a, the new warrior of the group. He doesn't want you to, uh, to be, in, be in the ground. Uh, yeah, it's it's like you hit this moose hard enough, like uh, it is like starting to limp. Like that's how hard because like you're you're coming out from behind it and you like hit it so hard in the flank, it's like limping a little now. Okay, uh, do I have to click the damage button as well? No, I did that. Okay. Uh, oh. I I'll 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 handle the damage. Uh, so you've got one action left. So you can either attack with a penalty, or if you have something else, you can do that instead. Uh, I would like to grapple it, if possible, because I have my Titan Wrestler feet. You can, you can. Yeah. Because that is exactly what he would do, is try to show up Pacano of, I'm going to hold this thing down while you just got thrown over there. I mean, Pacano's out for the count, my guy. I don't think he's going to see it. Uh, how do I roll a grapple? Uh, so you just make uh, an athletics check uh, and subtract five from the result because uh, this is your second attack. Oh, okay. Uh, 
athletics, you said? Yes. I get to that in my character sheet at the proficiencies tab, the one that looks like a little hand. That is a 19. Yeah, so uh, let's see. I believe that's against fortitude or is it fortitude or reflex? I can never remember. For gonna... grapple, I don't know. I'll look it up in Path Builder real quick. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I got it in Nethys. Archives of Nethys. Can't be beat. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, okay, so it's against its Fortitude DC. Um, so a 19 is actually just short of grappling it. Um... So, like, you start to get a hold on it, and it just, uh, even with your Titan Wrestler, it's just, you can't really get a good grip on it, and it just slips out of your grasp. Got it. He's, he's struggling with the horns. That's it. <laughs> with the antlers, I think. Uh, so, back to the top of the initiative, uh, Solsaid. Yeah. Solsade is going to move from this group of trees to one of the other group of trees. So let me see here. How far do I want to move? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So she moves uh, 30 feet into one of the other groups of trees so that she's still 30 feet from the moose. And then she's going to cast Produce Flame. And so that will be an attack roll on the moose with a natural 20. Nice, so that nice. Is a, the nat 20s yeah. tonight, I swear. Yeah, it is a Produce Flame critical hit for uh, 16 damage since it gets doubled. Yeah, you are... Um, sorry, doing mental math. Uh, you are, like, from this angle, just able to uh, get the perfect shot, and this moose is looking hurt. All right, so the move and the spell, it's my three actions. All right, Ren. Time is of the essence. I can't move over to Pocono like I'd like to, but I also have to deal with this moose. So with two actions, I will tap into what I remember of the power bestowed upon me as a faithful uh, member of the clergy and I will cast Stabilize upon Pacano. I don't know if, if he's dying, but if he is, this will stabilize him. He is stabilized now. And with my last action, I will put my shield back up. Alrighty. 
Um, so this moose is going to make uh, another intimidation check this time uh, against Zoraku. Well, that's a 12 against your will DC. Um, so I'm guessing it's not good enough. Otherwise. So uh, what is it, your it... Uh, what is your bonus your will save? Get a plus five. All right, so that means the DC is 10 above that, so it's a plus 15. Or not, oh, okay. the DC is 15, not plus 15. Uh, okay. So the moose is not able to intimidate you, um, you know? A moo is just less scary than a roar, I guess. Um, but it is going to swing its antler at you. A 16, I think, does not hit you. It's, it's an 18 AC. Alright, and uh, it's going to use its hoof uh and try to kick behind. So it's gonna kick Ren on the opposite side. And a 16 doesn't hit. Barely. Clomps against my shield. Uh, so you have this thing boxed in. It's like panicked. It's hurt. Um, Finn, you're up. He's gonna make this real easy. He breaks out his brush. Swipes three times to the air, sending paint into the air, points directly at the moose, and sends three magic missiles flying at it. Alright, roll um, 3d4. I believe that... I believe it just does it. It's... I think you have to roll it. I'm not sure how this is set up. Click the damage uh... button. See what that does. Alright, now let's click it two more times. Okay. And if it has damage resistance, it's combined. Yeah. Well, that's why I was saying if you click 3d4, then it would do that in one window mm -hmm. instead of three windows. But it's fine. Uh, it's 12 damage, um, which, wouldn't you know it, leaves the moose at one hit point. Um, <laughs> so uh, the missiles of paint uh crash into the side of the moose send it like like staggering to its side um and it is zoraku's turn okay uh zoraku is obviously very panicked he he does not like magic missiles that are flying around and the fire coming from Soulsade. And uh, he just wants this to get over as quickly as possible. So he is going to hit it almost the same, try to hit them in the same spot as he did last time. Uh, so he's going to strike. Um, but yeah, you crit again, and with its one hit point, you're, you take it down. He's just going to look at the group and be like, told you, told you I'd bring it down. Master Hunter. Quickly move over to Pacano and just assess the wounds. Um, yeah, you look him over. He looks bruised. Um, 
like it seems like maybe he's got a, a bump on his forehead, but um, no major injuries, no broken bones. Uh, it seems like probably flying. He probably fainted flying through the air. Certainly heroic. Uh, yeah, Solstate is also going to cross the battlefield and get over to Picano. And uh, should I make a medicine check for uh, helping him to uh, to come to? Sure, you can do that. Alright, I have 19. Yeah. Um, you can just, like, splash a little water on his face. Like, um... Maybe put a like a cold cloth on his forehead, um, and he's up in you know about a minute. Um, he like like bolts up and gasps gasps in that way when somebody like he's like still thinks that he's fighting the moose and like points the spear and he goes, "What?" I'm glad you're all right, and it didn't hurt you too badly. Um, of course, I'm fine, I'm fine. I, um, I must have lost my footing in the snow. Um, we were worried after you struck such a mighty blow against it. He didn't strike a blow. Moose is too strong for Pocono. Just the the slurry. It uh, it's bad terrain for fighting. That's all. I did okay. Uh, Zoroko, do you mind getting the moose prepped for transport? I'm gonna see how long we have until sundown. And actually, as you say that, uh, Weepa uh, gets back to her feet and starts coming over. Uh, we're all gonna prepare the moose to transport. Uh, it's too big to carry intact, so we're gonna butcher it out here. That works for me. Uh, I'm gonna supervise, but I think you all more or less know what you're doing. Um, Definitely less for Ren, but I am strong. I can, I can, you know, help lift the heavy parts. Um... Weepa will give you, like, a little more attention than the others as she's explaining, like, you know, when we bring down a creature, we want to make sure we use all that we can, you know. Hunts like this are few and far between, especially these days, and so we don't let anything go to waste, and we want to show our respect to this creature that's given us life so that we can live on. Um, and so she explains, you know, sort of the butchering process and how, like, you can bag up different things and, like, prepare different parts of the animal to be preserved. Um, and, um, even Pocono, who is, like, at this point kind of, like, sulking and grumpy, even he helps with the butchering. Um, and, um, Finn, you've got time... Uh, you got like quite a while before sunset. Was there a particular reason you were trying to? Oh, I'm, it's just I have the ability, due to time, sense, and skills. I can have 
I know exactly any predictable alignment of astronomical bodies or exactly the amount of time and days, just precise time awareness. Just kind of getting an idea of exactly when my nightfall might be. Okay. To ensure um, we get back. Yeah, you've still got a few hours before nightfall. Um, it's enough time that you can uh, break down the moose and transport it back to camp. Um, so this does give everyone access to a particular skill feat. Um, it's called All of the Animal. I will share that in Discord later so you can all see what it does. Um, access just means you can choose to take it when you level up. So you don't have it at this moment. Um, I love so. the way Pathfinder 2nd Edition does that. Like, uh, like gives you access to these uncommon feats via the role-playing that has happened. Yep. Uh, and so I will, I'll share that with you later, and uh, anyone who wants to take it when you level up, you'll have access to it. Um, does anyone do anything in particular, like, uh, before you get back to camp, is there any, like, is there anything that someone wanted to, like, say or do? Um, uh, Zoroku is going to uh, take some of the moose's blood in, like, very, like, actually very, like, ritually and respectful, which you haven't noticed him do, like, much. He's going to take it and he's going to put, like, a marking on his forehead with the blood and just tip his tusks with the blood. And it's, like, very, like, he, he actually feels kind of sorry for the animal because of how weak it was. He, he wants he wants to he wants to use the whole animal. Kind of looked at Zoroku. In the future, if you'd like, I could work on I could do your war paint for you. Not war paint. Symbol of kill. Fair enough. I'll just keep my offer in the mind for some time in the future. Fucking gets no blood. <laughs> that I agree with, big guy. Yeah, if if it's possible for him to sulk harder, he does. Um, He'll never sulk harder than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ain't gonna be out sulked. I gotta say though, we worked pretty well as a team there. We did good. I don't like shiny arrows. Don't use those anymore. <laughs> I'll try to limit it, friend. However, a situation arises, it may come down to it. Oh, Zoroku has a friend. Almost, almost hit me with arrows. No, oh, those don't miss their mark. I make sure of that. Mm. Yes, make sure you make sure. So once, uh, you know, you have, like, broken down the moose, you have gotten everything packed up and ready to move, uh, split six ways really five ways because um uh weepa should not be carrying very much um probably someone has to point that out to her um but you're able to get everything returned back to camp um and as you do, uh, some of the other scouts uh, are, like, clearly waiting for you, like they've been expecting this. Um, and 
they start to cheer as you come back. Uh, you can see, like, Weepa's uh, sister, uh, who is, um, you can tell they're sisters because they're twins. Um, her sister is clapping. Uh, so, um, grandfather Ewa is there as well, a uh, little more stoic, but clearly smiling, clearly in a good mood. Um, and Weepa announces, uh, we're going to have a feast. Good meal in a while. You hear that, Sokoku? We got food. Sounds delicious to me. Partially cooked. Thanks to <laughs> Antler Lady. It doesn't oh. work like that. Honestly, I may take some time to paint this. This would be a fantastic memory. And next session, we'll get into the further preparations for the Green Moon Festival. Hooray! The Green Moon Festival. I'll learn what that is. <laughs> Why is the moon green? <laughs> Why is it not green? <laughs> so, Lauren, tell me where folks can find you, what you've been working on. Well, my goodness, I'm glad you've asked. Please come listen to me and Jess as we talk all kinds of shop about Pathfinder 2nd Edition over in the Legend Lore podcast here on No Direction. Jess, anything else you want to let the folks know about? I just think folks should really check out Legend Lore. But if you want to keep up with everything that I'm doing, you can find me on Twitter as Tectonomancer. Chris, is there anything you do you're doing that the folks should know about? Well, as a recent addition to the No Direction team, I will be working on a blog, actually, as an after-action report for our sessions. It'll have more of a personal state, as well as my experiences coming from previous groups. A lot of you come from all sorts of backgrounds, and I've had a lot of experiences across multiple tabletop RPGs. This is honestly the first group I've had in a more professional setting, and I'm looking forward to sharing my experiences, as well as sharing some of my writing from time to time. Thank you so much. And everybody, I am Mimi, also known as Michelle Jones. You can find me on Twitter at AlessaKills, A-L-E-S-H-A-K-I-L-L-S. If you like Pathfinder, if you like Thirsty Sword Lesbians, if you like role-playing stuff in general, I have some things you should check out. Check out my H.I.O. page, check me out on Pathfinder Infinite, uh, and follow my Twitter if you want more updates. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I'm Tavern Rat.